Today's message comes from Psalm 119 and verse 83. The Bible says, For I am become like a bottle in the smoke, yet do I not forget thy statutes. There's an expression here, a phrase in this verse that I want to explain to you today and use it as a starting point uh, for our message today. And that phrase is a bottle in the smoke. The psalmist here, speaking of himself, describes himself as being like a bottle in the smoke. What does that mean? Well, first of all, this was written about 3,000 years ago. And so at this time in civilization, they were not using glass bottles or plastic bottles. Their bottles were made out of animal skins. They were a leather-type bottle. They would put not only liquids in these bottles, but also dried goods. And many of the people, the poorer people in that day, they would have fires inside of a structure. And as the smoke would come up from the fire, it would begin to blacken the ceiling and blacken the things in the room. Many of you in Ghana, you have seen things like this. You've seen many people who have maybe like a structure that they cook in, they call it a kitchen, and they may have fires in there, and it begins to blacken part of the room and blacken the ceiling from the smoke. Well, what these people would do is they would hang their bottles in the room, and as the smoke would fill the room, the smoke would begin to blacken the bottles. And the smoke would engulf the bottles. And what this psalmist is saying here is he's saying, I am like a smoke, a bottle in the smoke. The smoke is engulfing me. The, the smoke is blackening me. It is, it is getting its residue on me. Well, what is he saying? What does that mean? Well, what does smoke do to you? Smoke blurs your vision. Smoke stifles your breathing. Smoke stains your clothing. And that's exactly what the smoke would do to the bottle. It would stain the bottle. And the psalmist is teaching here. Uh, we're going to see uh, in more of the verses, we'll see exactly what he's saying here. But many of you, or some of you, have had experiences where you've gotten smoke in your eye, you've gotten smoke in your lungs, or you've gotten smoke on your clothing. And it's not a desirable thing. Let's look at some of the other verses here, and we'll see clearly what he's saying. Verse 81, the psalmist said, My soul fainteth for thy salvation. To faint means to, to get weary, to get weak. And he says, my soul fainteth. He, he, he was weary. The Bible says in verse 82, 
mine eyes fell for thy word, saying, When wilt thou comfort me? When he says his eyes fell, the word fell there, it's the idea of his eyes are looking for something. I will try to picture that for you. But many people oftentimes have this look on their face. They're looking for something. They're searching for something. Their eyes are looking and looking and looking. People will be looking with their eyes, searching, trying to find something, but not able to find it. Their eyes are failing. Their eyes, their heart, their mind, it's looking for something. It's longing for something, but it's not finding it. And it brings grief and weariness to their soul. And that's what the psalmist is saying here. He says, I'm looking for your comfort, God. I'm looking for your help. When is it going to come? In verse 84, he says this at the end of the verse. When wilt thou execute judgment on them that persecute me? The psalmist is saying, my enemy is after me. They're pursuing me. They're trying to hurt me. God, when are you going to help me? Your Bible says that vengeance belongs to you. You will repay. You've told me to pray for my enemy. You've told me to be good to my enemy. But when are you going to help me? When are you going to take care of this, God? In verse number 85, he says this, The proud have digged pits for me. When someone has digged a pit for you, they've gone out into the bush and they dig a big hole in the ground, and then they take and they cover it to make it look like there's no hole there, hoping that you will come along and fall in the pit. It's a trap. And the psalmist is saying here, my enemies, they've set traps for me. They persecute me. I have no comfort. I have no peace. And he's looking for God to help him. In verse 86, it says, they persecute me wrongfully. He said, God, I've done nothing wrong, but yet these people are after me. They're trying to hurt me. In verse 87, he says, they had almost consumed me upon the earth. He's like, God, I, I'm to the point where I can't hardly take it anymore. I'm suffering. And he's needing help from God's from God. And I say to you today, you need to understand life has adversaries for you. They're going to be enemies in life. Times are going to be tough. Things are sometimes going to be difficult for you. Suffering has come to all people who have walked on this earth. And suffering will come to you. It's come to me and it will come to you. God never intended for us to live in this earth without difficulty, without problem, without issues. But He has the answers for us. Life will be difficult at times to all. Life will be hard at times for all. Sometimes life will blur your vision to where you feel like you can't see, like what smoke does. 
to your eyes. Sometimes life can make living difficult, but there is always hope. You always have hope. When you feel like a bottle in the smoke, and you feel like life is blurring your vision to where you can't see, and you feel like life is, is, is blackening you and damaging you, there is hope. There is hope for you. I want to give you a few thoughts today that I believe will encourage you when the smoke of life begins to trouble you, when the smoke of life begins to blur your vision and begins to blacken you with its suffering and pain. Number one, look in verse 83. The Bible says, For I am become like a bottle in the smoke, yet do I not forget thy statutes. When life gets difficult, when life is tough, don't forget God's Word. Stay in God's commandments. Stay in the promises of God because in them you will find hope. In them you will find the strength to keep going. In them you will find the ability to make it through. Verse 81, it says, My soul fainteth for thy salvation. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm weary, I'm looking for your deliverance, God, for your help. That's what salvation means here. He wants deliverance from the suffering and the persecution of his adversary. And then he says, but I hope in thy word. He says, what they're doing to me is causing weariness. But God, I have not lost my hope. I have not lost a positive outlook. I still have hope because of your word, because of what your word tells me. I praise God that we have the Bible, that we have God's testimonies, that we have hope in the promises of God. Never be shocked or surprised that life brings trials and afflictions to you. Because it will. But when it comes, don't forget God's Word because God's Word is true and God's Word can give you the hope you're looking for. God's Word can give you the strength to keep going when your soul is faint. And your soul is weary of the trouble. Two, my second thought I want to give you this morning. Remember that God is faithful. In verse number 86, it says, All thy commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongfully. Help thou me. This, this man was troubled, not just because he was suffering, but he was suffering wrongfully. He had done no wrong. And that's a hard thing to deal with sometimes in life, is when you've not done wrong, but yet you're having to suffer. When people falsely accuse you, it's difficult to deal with. And he's looking for God's help. But as he talks to God and as he accuses his enemy of wrongfully persecuting him, and as he asks for God's help, he reminds God of something. He says, God, all of your commandments are faithful. 
This man, though he is weary, and though he is troubled, he still has hope because he knows something. He knows God is faithful. What does that mean? Well, that means God keeps his word. That means God is good. We say it all the time, God is good. We need to believe it. We need to believe it, that God is good. And we need to put our faith in the fact that God is good. And listen to me, believers. God is going to test your faith. He's going to find out what you're made of. He's going to allow affliction and trouble to come into your life at times. He's going to allow your enemies to hurt you sometimes because He wants to see, are you faithful to Him? He will be faithful to you, but will you be faithful to Him? Will you continue to seek His Word? Will you continue to believe His promises? He is faithful. He says in verse 87, They had almost consumed me upon the earth, but I forsook not thy precepts. God, I didn't forsake your precepts because I know they are faithful. God's Word reminds us of His faithfulness. which means He's good. Don't lose faith in the goodness of God. The Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, and verse 23, it tells us to hold fast to the profession of our faith. For He is faithful that calleth you. The one has, who has called you to service, God Almighty, the one who's called you to do right, the one who has called you to serve Him, He is faithful. Believe it. Trust in His commandments. Find hope in His Word. And remember that God is faithful. He will come through for you in His timing, in His way, and God is always right on time. I'm reminded of the children of Israel as they were fleeing the land of Egypt. And as they had come through the wilderness, they're coming through a mountainous area. And they come out of this mountainous area and they enter to where the Red Sea is on the big beach. And the sea is at their back. The mountains are here, and here comes Pharaoh's army. And it looked like all was lost. It looked like they were done for, that their enemy had them trapped. But at the right time, God split the Red Sea, and they walked across on dry ground. God knows what He's doing. God is faithful, and God will come through. Number three, three thoughts for you this morning. Number one, don't forget God's Word. You'll find hope in them. Number two, remember God is faithful. God is good. He'll come through in His time. You've got to believe that. And the third thought is this. I'm sorry, I said three. I got four for you. The third thought is this. Keep your integrity. In verse 88, it says this. Quicken me after thy loving kindness, so shall I keep the testimony of thy mouth. When trials come to you, when suffering comes to you, when your enemy digs pits for you and tries to trap you, when the smoke fills the room of your life and blurs your vision and blackens you and causes problems for you, when that happens, keep 
His testimony. They may persecute you wrongfully, but your job is to keep doing right. Don't use the fact that others are doing you wrong as an excuse to do wrong yourself. Don't say God has forsaken me. It doesn't matter now what I do. No. Realize He is faithful. must keep doing right. The fourth thought is this. I said, number one, forget not God's Word. Number two, remember that God is faithful. Number three, keep your integrity. And number four, look to God for strength and help. In verse 88, it says, Quicken me after thy loving kindness, so shall I keep the testimony of thy mouth. When you enter into suffering, and as you remember in God's Word, and it reminds you of His faithfulness, and as you try to keep your integrity and continue doing right, you're going to need strength. The word quicken means to, God, give me energy. Give me life. God, you've got to help me. God, I, 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 I'm, I, my enemies are after me. They persecute me. I've not done wrong against them. They're, 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 they just don't like me. They know I belong to you. They persecute me. They dig pits for me. I'm in trouble. I'm like a bottle in the smoke. But God, you're faithful. I believe that you're good. But God, I need you to help me. I need your strength. You see, oftentimes what we want is we want God to remove our problem. We want God to kill our enemies. We want God to make everything okay. But what we have to be okay with is we have to be okay with God just simply giving us the strength to keep going. Because sometimes God wants to know what we're made out of. And God says, I'm not going to take the problem away. But I, what I will do is I'll give you strength to endure it. I'll give you strength to bear up in the circumstances. That's what we need to be asking God. God, quicken me. God, help me. God, I'm waiting on you, Lord. I've kept my integrity. I'm obeying your word. God, give me the strength to do it. I'm not asking you, God, simply to take away the problems, but I'm asking you to give me strength to endure them. I know that in your good timing, you'll deliver me from this situation. But until that day comes, quicken me, God. Help me make me alive. Give me the strength to endure. The Bible says in, John, uh, in Psalms 27 and verse 14, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. To wait on the Lord means to serve Him. It means to patiently endure the struggles of life while you continue to serve God, and you are of good courage. Be of good courage. He shall strengthen thine heart. God will give you the strength to endure what He's asked you to endure. You just got to believe. You just got to keep on going. Don't quit on God. He hasn't quit on you. He will strengthen you. He will be there for you. You just got to believe Keep putting 
one foot in front of the other. Don't quit. Keep on going. You may feel like a bottle in the smoke, but God is available. And God can give life and energy and hope. Look to His commandments. Remember that He's faithful. Keep your integrity. And ask Him for strength to bear up under the burden. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Fundamental Hour. I hope this has been an encouragement to you. If you have any questions, you have any needs that we can help you with, we can help counsel you. If you have questions about salvation, contact us at, one of our, at our website, our phone number, one of our social media platforms. We'd be happy to interact with you. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you.